Welcome everyone, I am Michael, your host for Depaganizing the Gospels. In this episode, I will be presenting notes from The Depaganization of the Testimony of John, chapters 5 through 7. The first note for chapter 5 is about the reference to Jews in verse 10. The use of the word Jews in this verse is another example of proof that this testimony was edited by someone who was not one of the apostles. The true apostle John would not have needed to refer to the people he knew by naming them Jews as though he were not one of them. The apostle John was a Galilean and a Jew. The heretical editors of the New Testament text were pagan Romans and heretic Europeans who lived centuries after the apostle John died. While heretics will claim that John wrote this testimony for the Romans, the truth is that a pagan Roman editorialized John's testimony with fraud and needed to make these dramatic statements for the understanding of his audience. This small detail reveals the truth of how the author of this testimony was not one of the disciples of Jesus Christ because they were all Jews and Galileans. It was a pagan Roman heretic who wrote this testimony to support the fraudulent Catholic doctrine, which has always been the religion of the Antichrist. Catholicism is a satanic blasphemy of God's eternal truth delivered by Jesus Christ before pagan Romans murdered him. Catholicism has caused the deaths of millions of people all over the world for almost 2,000 years. A Catholic will be the cause of the apocalypse. The next note explains the mission of verse 14. The statement, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you has been omitted as another example of fraudulent dialogue falsely attributed to Jesus to characterize him as arrogant and condescending as part of the heretical editor's effort to create additional false characterizations of Jesus. The audience is being lured into having a false perspective of Jesus in order to evoke emotions that cause them to dislike the character of this man. The purpose of creating these emotions in a drama is to allow them to be purged in the catharsis caused by the tragic ending of the story. The statement was fraudulent editorialization that was a curse of false witness, and it has been removed. The next note is about the omission of verse 18. The statement, For this reason the Jews tried all the harder to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God, has been omitted, for being another example of fraudulent editorialization that intentionally presented a false misinterpretation of Jesus' relationship with God. The heretical editor was clearly a pagan Roman Catholic who believed in the fraudulent Holy Trinity theology and this verse had the purpose of being sarcasm in support of Catholicism. Jesus Christ did not claim to be the Son of God, but the pagan heretic who edited the testimony insinuated this fraud throughout this testament. This curse is being removed to depaganize the text as guided by the Holy Spirit. The next note explains the mission of verses 19 through 47. The passage was completely fraudulent and heretical in its entirety. The entire passage characterizes Jesus to have been a psychotic lunatic who said crazy things that insinuated he believed he was God on earth. None of what was in this passage was ever spoken by Jesus. The statements being made had the purpose of supporting the Catholic doctrine and are all self-exalting. None of this passage has any similitude to the testimony about the true character of Christ that appears in other testimonies. There are parts of the testimony in Luke that have a similarity, but it is obvious that those portions were editorialized by the same person or persons who are responsible for the fraud committed in this text. Removing this text removes a curse of fraud. There is not much in chapter 5 which is relevantly truthful. 
But there are some other chapters in this testimony that will be completely omitted. The first note in chapter 6 explains an omission in verse 1, which now says, Some time after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. The parenthetical element has been omitted for being irrelevant, and it was an obvious editorialization of the text applied much later in time by someone who was not the disciple of Jesus Christ named John. These editorializations are the curses injected into the testimony by heretics and pagans. While they might seem harmless, their purpose was to curse the story with fraud and discredit the truth that has been destroyed. No original documents of John's testimony exist, and the documents translated and used for this text are completely heretical. There should be no question of how the New Testament is not the Word of God, because pagan Romans created this blasphemous document, and heretical Europeans kept it, because they ignorantly believed in the concepts of sorcery, the same as those ancient pagans. The next note is an explanation about the omission of verse 6. The statement, he asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do, has been omitted for being fraudulent speculation on the part of the heretic who plagiarized the story of the fishes and loaves from another one of the other testimonies. This added note is an attempt to falsely characterize Jesus as being all-knowing and godlike in support of the Catholic doctrine of Holy Trinity. But it portrays Jesus as having the character of the pagan Roman and Greek mythology gods who were self-absorbed, conceited, and condescending to others. The next note is about verse 12, which says, When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. This is noted as truth not previously stated in other testimonies. There are threads of truth that reveal the Apostle John's testimony may have been the source material for this paganized document. Wastefulness has become ignored as a sin by mankind because of the curses within this text that are being removed to reveal the truth. Unfortunately, our modern society has become extremely wasteful, and pollution of the planet is truly sinful. The next note is about an omission from verse 15. The statement, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, has been omitted for being another fraudulent editorialization. The supposition made in the statement is not supported anywhere else in other testimonies. The ministry of Christ was not about the overthrow of the Roman Empire because it was about the path to salvation by repentance and acceptance of the Holy Spirit. The curse within this line is that it had the purpose of deceiving men to believe Jesus inspired men to a violent revolution. The curse has been removed. The next note explains the mission of verse 18 through 26. The walking on water segment in the story has been omitted for being fraudulent editorialization. The event attributed godlike abilities to Jesus that he did not have. The abilities of walking on water, calming the winds, and other forces of nature were the powers God gave to the archangel Uriel. But these were not the powers given to Jesus in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The next note explains an omission from verse 27, which says, Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. The clause which the Son of Man will give you, on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval, has been omitted for being evidence of fraudulent editorialization that had the purpose of portraying Jesus as exalting himself in contradiction of God's eternal truth and Christ's own words in other testimonies. Additionally, the pagans who were being entertained with the dramatization created by editorializing John's testimony were made to laugh by the reference to the crown of thorns as being the seal of approval. While it is relevantly possible that Jesus said work for food that endures to eternal life in one of his parable sermons, it is not a truthful representation to quote him as being self-exalting 
when making the statement. This type of fraud has been added throughout the testimonies, and it is being omitted in order to depaganize and remove the curses. The next note explains the mission of verses 28 through 71. The entire passage has been omitted for being a completely blasphemous presentation of pagan ideology and satanic rituals based upon the consumption of bread and wine to symbolically represent the consumption of human flesh and blood. This fraudulent sacrament was a pagan ritual originating before medieval times in ancient Rome, and the practice contradicted God's eternal truth of salvation through repentance. It was the curse of Melchizedek in a variation of those found in the synoptic testimonies. And this version portrayed Jesus as a crazy talking lunatic. The pagan Romans would have thought this passage was humorous. And that was the purpose for it to have been created. The passage was a curse of fraud that denigrated Jesus to have been insane. The curse has been removed. The last note explains the mission of chapter 7. The entirety of chapter 7 has been omitted for being a completely fraudulent story having the purpose to portray Jesus to have been afraid of being persecuted. Had he actually been going around saying he was the Son of God, he would have been persecuted for that blasphemy. Moreover, none of the text in this chapter presents any accurate portrayal in agreement with the other testimonies. All of this testimony attributed to the Apostle John is heretically false and fraudulently discredits Jesus as though he were a demonically possessed lunatic. This is the additional evidence proving the claims being made in this depaganization effort. Only the demonically possessed lunatics will say that Jesus was the Son of God, and even the false portrayal of Jesus being a crazy-talking lunatic becomes evidence of the fraud perpetrated by heretics. How anyone can consider this document to be the word of Almighty God is completely unfathomable as obvious lunacy. It is clearly insane for anyone to say that this text is the word of God. Well, that is all for this episode. Be sure to subscribe for notifications. The depaganizing of the testimony of John will continue with chapter 8 in the next episode. The depaganization of the Gospels will continue. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.